What's up? <laughs> Did you forget how to introduce the show? <laughs> no, just you just you just started and then right in the middle of it, you're like, oh wait, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it's call and response, man. You uh, you're not doing your job. No, that is not. That, that is call I, and response. absolutely not what's what up? my job to say, is. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to episode one sixteen of I Only Like Their Old Stuff, the podcast where we talk about pop culture shit and answer the questions what's the hype what is the hype what is the hype we are well i'm jayo and this is groove hey yo hey yo um what's up dude a little housekeeping yeah got a question to follow up from last week this kind of ties into my uh <laughs> hype still out a little bit uh-huh but uh, my girlfriend listened to the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's right. Last week, <laughs> which is my, which is my hype still out. <laughs> which I didn't. Th- I didn't really think she was gonna listen. Now right, because nobody ain't nobody listening. No, nah, I didn't think anybody d- d- doesn't listen. You know, she barely listens to me on the phone or or over text or whatever. I, I oh, she shots fired. No, nah, I'm just kidding. She'd probably agree with that. Um. No, but she want. I wanted to follow up because she she was under the impression at one part in the podcast last week when I said that um, you said you had run into the travelers, the the college kids that were traveling to Nashville, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I told you those those people were going to the Bass Nectar show, and then I right. said I know this because my girlfriend went to the Bass Nectar show for New Year's Eve. Yeah, and you were like, oh, oh, what. Well, she th- thinks that you did that because you were kind of dissing me because my girlfriend wasn't here for New Year's or whatever. No, not at all. And I said it was because you were embarrassed that you thought you had like offended her somehow, maybe by talking shit about these people going to this concert. I no. What's, what's the what's the root of what's the truth? No, I was embarrassed for everyone at the revelation that your girlfriend traveled down to Nashville to go to see Bates Nectar for New Year's Eve. What? (laughs) (laughs) Who does that other than these college kids that rented the RV? Well, my girlfriend. (laughs) No, I mean, apparently, I mean, I guess Bates Nectar puts on a good show. So you were kind of talking shit about everybody. But also I, kind of I feeling don't, bad. I don't for remember. Exa- I think I just like really. I just wanted like any opportunity to sell you out. I'm gonna take it. I think that's on the record, right? I haven't met your girlfriend. I'm sure she's a lovely person. I yeah. can't wait to meet her. But until I do, she's nameless to me. Right. Okay. And so I can sell her out if it means I'm selling you out. She's a conduit for you to sell me out. She is a a, a low hanging fruit. Anything I can. Okay. So it's great that she's listening now because she's going to hate me before I even meet her. That's Well, there you go. You've done this to yourself. <laughs> now you have to meet her, so it's that much harder for you to sell me out via that. She, don't worry. She sells me out every second of every day. So do you, I think really, honestly, yeah, anybody can understand what I'm doing and will get, get behind it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would think so. Like, she probably already picked up on that. Was like, yeah, I get it. 
I'm just saying, don't worry. The slack that you feel, like you feel like you haven't been selling me out enough lately, she takes care of that. So okay. don't worry. Well, that's good to know. No, I just, you know, I think my first reaction was like, wait, who the fuck goes to Nashville to go listen to bass and actor for New Year's? But really, if that's like my jam, I'll go. I mean, that's, that's just not my jam. Right. You've gone to some stuff that people might think was questionable. Uh, I've gone to many things that people definitely <laughs> think is questionable. <laughs> I am living over here in this glass house, making fun of bass neck. Just throwing rocks. Just throwing, throwing rocks. Throwing them, just, just throwing them like a girl. Just throwing them while you're at you, you're at a at a bachelor party at a widespread panic show, and you're just throwing rocks just over there. <laughs> now, I don't see. I don't really think that that's such a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Let me drive eight hours to go to a bachelor party in a fucking parking lot. The, that sounds great. For those listening, we Groove and I went to a bachelor party for another friend of ours at a widespread panic show. I'm allergic to jam bands, <laughs> so it's it was quite the feat for me. Groove is, is much more open-minded about it, but it was like in the rain. <laughs> it was in the rain. We were wearing mustaches. Horrible mustaches. Awful. I was I had my Punisher shirt on. And people, scared people just looking at me dirty and every song that came on i when a song would end i would cheer so loud because i was like maybe that's the last song one more to go one more to go they played four songs throughout the whole night <laughs> just to be clear every song is like an hour and a half long i got real excited when everything the lights came on and everything and everybody's like bro that's like the end of the first set that was pretty good i'm like the first set <laughs> Half of that was a fucking drum solo. What? That was one song. We got we're gonna be here for like like eight hours. Bro, epic. It was epic. But uh, yeah, so there you go. Clearing that up, little little housekeeping. Um, what's the what's the hype, Groove? Uh, see now now can we go back to this housekeeping for a second? Yeah, let's go back to it. What do you? Because you're leaving a little something have? out. Okay. You sent me a little screen cap, a little conversation you were having with old girl. Said if you break up with me in three weeks, I'm taking those those pants with me. Yeah. It's so like, on last week's show, we talked about what, how much the sweet sweatpant gift would add to our relationship if I was trying to get out of it, and I said at least three months. And so yeah. out of the blue, she sends me a text that says, "In three months, when we break up, you'll be giving me those sweatpants back." <laughs> And I'm just like confused because I'm like, A, I'm like, she's never listening to the podcast. And B, I'm like, what is she talking about? So I text her back. She's like, I listen to the podcast. And my heart just sank. Right. It's like finding out horrible news or something. Like, just like, oh, no. Uh, how many? How many did you listen how to? Did you go back? <laughs> what, are you, what do you know? Are you breaking up with me because of this shitty podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh. Yeah, she uh, she she said that I have to give the sweatpants back if we break up. So there's the answer to that. Yeah, the answer is four months. Got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got? What's the hype? I'm not giving the sweatpants back. The hype is my girlfriend. Yeah. No. Nah, gone I, from gone from hype still out to, to hype. Yeah. No. She she said that I have to sweep her off her feet this weekend. She's coming down. Literally. Yeah, carry her over the threshold and stuff. Yeah, 
no, you know, the, all the tension from this podcast and stuff. I'm just like, yeah. She's like, what's going to be the hype today? <laughs> and I just like thought, I just real quick was like, uh, you. <laughs> You've done a really good job of setting yourself up for success and then just knocking, knocking it out from underneath <laughs> yourself there. Yeah. <laughs> of course you, honey. Um, <laughs> just wait. Don't publish it until after you know put this podcast out on saturday morning rather than friday afternoon she ain't listened to it on the drive oh no she told me explicitly she said well you better put that podcast up before i come down there <laughs> so, I'm bagged in a corner i've created a monster um just yeah. arriving disappointed just starting the weekend disappointed just shaking her finger at me just <laughs> just pointing to the ipod just yeah uh, um yeah that's uh, of course that's my hype are you going to take it to Planet Hollywood? <laughs> yeah, we'll drive down. <laughs> Groove came to visit me a while back, and we uh, we drove through Myrtle Beach, and I took him to Planet Hollywood, and it was closed. But we <laughs> it was got- one of those situations where we were just riding along the highway, and just all of a sudden, you you exited. You're like, yeah, we're going to go check out Planet Hollywood. And we just stood in the parking lot and took pictures. Just, it was glorious. Who goes to Planet Hollywood? Never, I think the more specific question is who doesn't go to Hollywood? I, I guess. I don't know. I'm surprised <laughs> they're still in business. Which is, what's the other one? What was their rival? Oh, Hard Rock Hard Cafe. Rock That's Cafe. What it is. That one's much more established, though. I don't think that one's ever going away. Really? I don't know. You, did you ever have a Hard Rock, like, from some, a T-shirt from some exotic city? No, the closest thing I ever had to that was uh, Krispy Kreme made these, uh, the hot light is on in blank blank uh-huh. and i had a uh the the hot light is on in casey south carolina shirt which that's Kate, a that's a strong shirt yeah it was I, I i wore it out i mean it just fell apart um it casey is uh near columbia where i used to live yeah which is funnier than it being columbia because casey's this little tiny town right um yeah so that's that's the closest thing i ever had did you, did you have a hard rock well, I don't remember. I don't think, no, I never had a Hard Rock t-shirt, but I did go to a Hard Rock cafe once in, um, I think it was Madrid. Yeah. And uh, I, I, you know, I mean, I don't drink these days, but like back then I hadn't really had much to drink before, but I was like open to it, you know? Yeah. And uh, we were there. It was like six of us. We were going through Spain. We had just graduated high school, whatever. We were there. So I was like 18. <clears throat> the world cup was happening. Right. And so we go, we, we had like been in Spain for a while and we were like kind of jonesing for some American style food. Yeah. And so we go into this hard rock and I didn't know what, like, I didn't know about drinking very much at all. And, uh, so I sit down, I'm like, Oh, I'll, I'll order what this other person's ordered. Right. Which is a long Island iced tea, which is apparently like five parts alcohol, one part tea. <laughs> Right. And uh, I, I had like four of those, well, and that. I was sitting yeah. down, you know, the whole yeah. time. It was like a long extended lunch. We were watching a soccer game. We got up, and I was like, oh, goodness. I cannot do any more touring for the rest of today. <laughs> this is bad news. Did you, at, at age 18, did you really stand up and say, oh, goodness? <laughs> no, not, I don't think I did. I don't think I said I didn't think I said anything. I didn't want anybody to know just how uh, – not sober I was at that time. He said, oh, my stars. <laughs> <laughs> I do declare. Uh, goodness gracious. <laughs> goodness me. You put your top hat on and threw your scarf over your shoulder and 
stumbled out into the night. Yeah. So my hype this week. Yeah. Buddy of mine lives in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. He works for this company called Witch Witch. Have you ever have you ever been to a Witch Witch? Oh, uh, I have, and I have several friends that play Magic that work at Witch Witch. So they set a world record today, a new Guinness Book world record in making sandwiches. They made 26,710 sandwiches. At one place, one location? I think it was in like a hotel, like a convention center type place. Because he sent me a picture of it this morning, and it was like all these tables set up. They had like um, 300-something people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, about 300 people making these sandwiches. I don't know if it was like a timed thing, because it seems like, you know, if you're going to break a world record for making sandwiches, you could just like, well, we've been in business for this long. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Depends on how you measure that sort of thing. So they made it. But get this. My first question was, who gets to eat that, right? Yeah. They sent all that shit to local charities. Oh, soft. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have just burned it so I could have had that record too. Most sandwiches (laughs) burned in one sitting. Biggest waste of food. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought that was pretty cool though. It's not every day you, you get an email from somebody. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and break a Guinness Book of World Records today. Yeah, that's cool. That's you got any? Not the hype. That. Not the hype. Um, all right. So I did this. Uh, I organize. I help organize this kayak race every year in Columbia, South Carolina. It's mm-hmm. this whitewater race called the Iceman. We've been doing it for 15 years. I also designed the T-shirts for it, and I always DJ the party afterwards. Yep. That's my major contributions to it. Right. And the shirt is always some kind of pop culture reference, some kind of funny thing that has to do with kayaking and some weird pop culture thing. This yeah. year, and it's a shirt I wanted to do for a while, it was, uh, it was a caricature kind of thing of uh, vanilla ice. Naturally. And vanilla ice is holding the kayak paddle. And it was from when he was totally, like, iced out, like, had his, like... When he was cold as ice? When he was cold as ice. He had the, uh, the, the grooves inside of his head. <laughs> it is uh, sideburns. I don't know what you call those, but uh, I think they're just lines. Lines. He's yeah. lined up. Yeah, all lined up. He has eyebrow lined up. All that. So it's like this picture. It looks like really him holding the kayak paddle, you know. And people were, you know, people dig it because it's funny. It's supposed to be funny because Vanilla Ice is kind of this joke, right? Um, I people. would, I would assume that every single person recognizes that vanilla ice is a bit of a joke these days yes <laughs> let's say most people realize that maybe um right. so i'm at the party and i'm djing and some dude that little bit to drink comes up and he's like man you gotta play that vanilla ice song <laughs> man people gotta go crazy over that and i was like Are, will they what what i really wish you would have said was which one <laughs> yeah 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 and he didn't say and the funny you funny that you bring that up because he said you know the dun 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 song and i was like <laughs> okay well that song is not hard to remember the title of it's called ice ice baby then all ice's name is in it and he's just going on and on and like that's like it's like when you're a photographer and somebody's like take a picture of this being a DJ and have somebody be like, you should do this. Not like, I'd like to hear this, but like, you should do this because everybody will love it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, why are you up here DJing? You want like, you want the crowd in the palm of your hand? I got something for you. Yeah. Something you never even thought of. 
He's giving me the secret. He's like, everybody's having a great time now, but they're going to even have a greater time when you play this song. And he's like, man, look, everybody will go crazy over it. Man, it's, it's who's on the shirt. And I was like, I know. I designed the shirt. And That's he's like, my shirt. That's my shirt. Take it off. And uh, <laughs> so he's like, he says that, and I'm like, well, yeah, but that's that song's really bad. It's really a, that's just not a good song. Did you he, see heartbreak wash over his face? He just his crestfallen. He his face looked like when I found out that my girlfriend had listened to the podcast last week. <laughs> he had spent two and a half hours driving to this Iceman race, waiting on getting that T-shirt. He had seen the design and he popped in his cassette tape <laughs> of Ice Ice Baby and he rememorized all those lyrics. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that dun dun song. The dun dun song. Yeah. So he said it, and then he said it again. He's like, "No, nah, man." Like he's sad this time. He's like, "No, but people will really like it." And I was like, "Yeah, but that's that song's really bad. I don't really want to play it." And he's like, "Really? What? Really? You don't want to play it?" Like I was like, "Yeah, that song's really bad." And then I went back to playing what I was playing. <laughs> I never played it. Did you have uh, last week? I think you were talking about how these these little kids were going to try to get on the mic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably about that before. Uh, the my mic was mysteriously. I forgot it at home. Yeah. Yeah. So they no 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 kids taking over the mic this time. That's a good move. Yeah. It's a good move. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've had a good party. Had fun time. No Vanilla Ice was played, so I think that's successful. If I can get through a party without playing Baby Got Back or Ice Ice Baby, I consider it a success. That's a good one. That's that's real good. And and I got a question for you. <clears throat> All right. Did you play the cha-cha slide, though? I did not, but I did play the wobble. Oh, okay. I'm okay with the wobble, man. Is that is that going to fast forward five years from now? Is the wobble going to be the new cha-cha slide? Uh, the wobble is already the new cha-cha slide. I hate to break it to you. Well, the cha-cha slide been the cha-cha slide for like a decade. I know, but the wobble is in that place now. That the okay. wobble has, has is the king now. It's like electric slide gave way to cha-cha slide, gave way to the wobble. So, oh god, I forgot about the electric. Da, 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 da. Nobody plays that anymore. I think if I played that, people would actually be like, "What is this song?" You gotta feel it. It's electric. Yeah, that was favorite of my middle school days. It was a it was a classic. That was a song I liked to dance to by myself because I never danced with girls at the middle school dances. <laughs> uh, so I got some hype still out. All right. You know how it's cold up here, right? Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, and um, you know, a, a, a city like this one has pretty good infrastructure for dealing with uh, the frozen conditions. And so these You're trucks... Up, where, come, where are you at? But just to give the listeners a... <laughs> I'm up in Providence. What are you... Are you trying to sell me out? No, I'm telling you, like, not everybody knows where you're at. You're just All like, right. I'm up in a place somewhere. Well, I'm in New England now. I'm in Providence, Rhode Island. Okay. And the city knows how to deal with cold weather. It's the first time I've ever lived in a place where, like, you know, when it snows, nobody yeah. cares. Because you're from the south. We just drive into ditches immediately when we see <laughs> We drive into ditches on the way to go buy bread and milk from the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the um, 
Apparently, the salt on the roads like disintegrates the uh, padding on a dog's feet. Oh, okay. this is what we've been told. Okay, right. And like, and to be honest, like to be fair, I don't know if it was assault or not. But the past couple of weeks, I've taken the dogs out in the snow, and when they come back in, they like don't want to stand on their feet. They're like always picking a foot up, you know, like it's in pain. So Mackenzie got on uh, the internet oh, and purchased some jackets and some booties for the dogs. Oh my god! They came in today, and uh, and she put them on. Now, a dog's got a certain t- kind of dignity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the dog has dignity and you got to you got to respect that dignity. But she put those booties on this dogs and and like you've seen the videos before of like animals wearing shoes like this and how speaking of crestfallen, it was the same look these dogs had of you telling that guy that that song is not good. They just (laughs) they looked at me like, what has she done to us? What the actual fuck? What have we done to deserve this? And, this? Yeah. and uh, she took them on a reluctant walk. And I guess that's I guess that's their life now that they have to wear these shameful booties whenever they go outside <laughs> in the wintertime. And soft. I think if they could understand English and they could like rationalize and have logical thought, they might just say, you know what? We'll take a couple months off. Spring comes around. We'll go for a walk again. Yeah, but don't please don't make me wear that. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to walk. I will say that's really sad, but one of my favorite pastimes is talking shit to my pets. <laughs> like nothing makes me happier than just talking sh- just massive amounts of shit to my pets, and uh, that would that would give me some fuel, some ammunition. Well, the, you should see the colors. Like she got red for Apollo and pink for Willow. Willow's wearing pink booties. This is Man. it's just shameful. I don't know if I. I, I she might be the one having to take him for walks now. I don't know if I can do that. Man, yeah. How does that reflect on you? It's all it's all well and good in the house because you can make fun of them. But then when you're out, you're the dude with the dogs. I'm the guy with the dog with the pink booties. That's ridiculous. I mean, I say this and I'm looking at my cat and he has his nails painted. Because <laughs> I have the nail caps on him. So I'm like, okay, well, can't really talk too much shit. I just, I worry for their sake. Like when we run into another dog. Like, what are they? They're going to get bullied. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. What's your hype still out? My hype still out? Oh, I already said the girlfriend listened to the podcast. I do, yeah. have, I do have another one. Um, not really hype still out. It's kind of hype. Uh, I got. I didn't mention this last time, but I got my parents gave me for Christmas a new tent and a new backpack. Oh, yeah? And I have my, my old tent has long since fallen apart. So I'm kind of excited about maybe going camping a little bit. Yeah. It's, well, it's January. It's the time to go camping. It is. I'm excited to go camping in the cold. No, I got that good sleeping bag, you know? <laughs> yeah, I do know. Here. We all know. I've been talking about it all my life. <laughs> but yeah, I got that. I feel like it feels so empowering. I'm like, I don't need no house. I'll go sleep in the backyard right now. <laughs> don't Don't challenge me. I don't know who would challenge me to stay in my own house, but... What have you been consuming? Watch the rest of Black Mirror. Ooh. That last episode, not the Christmas one because I hadn't seen that yet, but the last episode was a little underwhelming. Yeah. It just didn't work. It didn't make sense like the other ones do. It wasn't believable. Yeah. Um, I understand what they were trying to do. but Right. Um, but I'm ex- super excited about watching more of that. That show is just so good. What was your favorite one after now that you've seen all six? 
I think the strongest one is the 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 recalling memories one. Yeah. With the the, the thing your device in your head where you can replay memories. I think that's certainly the one that stuck with me the most. I would say that's representative of the series. Like that's the one that if if you had to show somebody one episode, it'd probably be that one. Yeah. I really like the first one, the politician and the pig. Yeah, and that one had a little bit. They all kind of have a little bit different tone to them, but that one, that one had quite a different tone, and it wasn't. It was very light on the science fiction part of it. Yeah, and even though I like, I really, really like that one. It's at least number two, maybe number one. Um, when I was recommending it to somebody, I said, you know, like if you can't get behind it after the first episode, get go to the second one. Yeah. Because the first one is like so different tonally than the rest of them, I think, um, that it may not be as accurate a representation of, of what the show is all about. But I really like it. Yeah, I think watching the first one, your expectations might not be met just because mm-hmm. it is not it's not like shocking in the same way the other ones are. It is shocking, but <laughs> it is still shocking. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it probably has the most message to it. <clears throat> like the most uh it brought up the most questions for me i guess as far as yeah. like how i should feel and right yeah um i don't know it's i remember watching it and like mckenzie and i we watched it together and afterward we just kind of looked at each other and we we're like what do we what do we do with that <laughs> that's that's just the the best the best moments of that show are like well shit i don't know how i'm supposed to feel about this yeah yeah exactly I, like I, which i think is the intent you know yeah, no, any any show that can do that, that can, like, leave you afterward, like, not immediately checking your phone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, just sitting there for a second, that's a good, that's a good show. Yeah. So, and speaking of good shows where I put my phone down, I'm, what I've been consuming lately, like, and I know I think I talked about this last week, but I've really, really fallen back into Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. And like I started back on episode one, season one, and now I just finished season two last night. I watched like three episodes in a row last night, which is not something I do much anymore. I don't do that much binging anymore. Yeah. And like I was like five minutes into the first of the three that I was watching. And I, I like pulled up my phone to like play a video game while I was watching it. And then like it was so good. I just put my phone down. I was like this no matter how good people say this show is, it really is that good. So you put your Clash of Clans down to... <laughs> I have not played Clash of Clans. I'm, I'm back up on that Candy Crush, oh, trying to crush man. some candy, man. Really? That's so 2000 and late. Well, I I was up in the uh, like high 400s levels, yeah. and then when I moved back here, my phone reset, and it brought me back down to like level 150. All right. So, you know, why not go back up to the 500s? Well, keep us updated on that. Well, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, because and it's another thing that I've already talked about, but I had this thought, like, this week. I put that D'Angelo album back on, and, like, I feel like when it dropped, like, everybody talked about it. Everybody said how good it was. But, and this may be the nature of, like, a couple of these albums have happened like this, where, you know, at the end of the year some major artists will drop an album without much fanfare, without much like uh, advertising or promotion or anything like that. They just put the album out. It takes everybody by surprise. Everybody's really happy with it, really pleased with it. But then part of it, since there's no discussion in the run up and there's not the same amount of time to digest it and talk about it, that like 
it doesn't get talked about for as long as maybe it should be talked about. And like, there's so much going on on this album that I feel like it's going to take me the rest of the year to totally unravel it. Have you spent any time with this album? Um, nope, I haven't. How, did did you ever get into D'Angelo before? Like, did you like him? No, we talked about that um, before. I uh, I know that one song that he had the video that all the girls went crazy over. Yeah, where he's got his shirt off and stuff. Yeah, how does it feel? Yeah, um, that's the only thing I know, and I I couldn't I couldn't sing you any of it or anything. Um, right. You and uh, and Mitchell from the Oatmeal Conspiracy, who does does our theme song, recommended it to me, and I don't trust either one of your recommendations. So it's going to take somebody outside of this. Well, I'll tell you this, right? Yeah. Any of the R and B you've listened to in the past, like I don't know, two two. Two to five years has been mainly 808. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that studio sound. Oh, uh, quill pen. Oh, God. Here we here go. Here we go with the quill pen pitchfork. pitchfork. Well, here we go. Here we go. Read that. This, this album is like all live instruments. Right. And there's like, like 5,000 instruments being played at the same time. <laughs> there's so much going on that, like, I can't listen to it as background music. Like when I listen to it, I'm listening to it and only it, and I'm not doing anything else. It's pretty freaking. It's really good. It's really good. How would you compare it to R. Kelly's remix to it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like murder. She wrote, "When I get you out them clothes." Uh, uh, <laughs> does, it, does it hold up to that? Let me give you that beep beep. Give me that toot toot. We were, I was, I was hanging out with some other guys today. We were talking about old, like first rap albums people ever owned. Yeah. And this guy said, well, what was the first cassette you ever owned? His was Keith Sweat. (laughs) It was the first cassette he ever had. I couldn't name you a Keith Sweat song either. Yeah. He was like, he he couldn't place the name of the album. Yeah. And uh, I didn't fucking know. He's like, come on, you, you know that album. What was the name of that album? <laughs> I felt so emasculated. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My first cassette, Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him. Are you just talking about, like, hip-hop? No, just cassettes in general. Cassette that was the first general? tape I ever had. Interesting. What about you? Do you remember? The first cassette I can remember owning is a Duran Duran cassette. Yeah. Like uh from their they had this album that came back in the nineties, the early nineties. And they I think it was the song was Come Undone. I used to get singles on cassette a lot because they were cheap. Yeah. And uh I bought Come Undone. That was probably ninety one. But I'm sure I had cassettes before then. Really the first albums I had were on C D though. Really? Yeah, I wasn't that into music. And then I got a CD player for my birthday when I was like in middle school or something, and CDs were not were just getting popular. Yeah, because I'm old as hell. And um, I remember my sister gave me Billy Joel, "Innocent Man," the album, and I listened to the shit out of that. The first album I ever bought for myself was "Octune Baby" by U2. Uh huh. Which is why I like you too. Still, right? Yeah, that's like my thing. I listened to. I heard that. Heard one. The song one at the skating rink, and I was like, "What is this? Maybe music <laughs> is something I can get into." Yeah, yeah. I like that. That that kind of feeling you get when you're like, or remembering back to when I first like woke up 
to music. And I was like, oh, I don't have to just listen to what's on the radio. I can like, I can find something I'm interested in on my own. Yeah. Oh, this can be mine. Mm-hmm. I can, I can use this as like something that, that represents me and yeah. The, the first uh, CD album that I bought myself was the uh, double disc Melancholy and the, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. That's a good I, one. I wore that out. That's a good one. That's I, I bought that in high school. but And it's funny because like, probably the second album I ever bought was Siamese Dream by Smashing Pumpkins. So yeah. We kind of have that in common. I remember it had that parental advisory. But I played the first track for my mom, which is just that piano. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this is great. This is fine. This is nice. Yeah. And I was like, steal. Yeah. Boom. I think the only reason it got parental advisory is there's one song called Song for Fuck You or something on there. I don't even remember. There's some kind of song called that, but I don't think there's even any bad lyrics on there. It's probably probably parental advisory for Billy Corgan's ego. <laughs> yeah, his attitude. Yeah. That's a great album. You may want to go revisit it. Yeah, it's a little bit. Uh, I don't. I think it could have been better as a single album, but. Um, yeah. It's a little. There's some filler in there. It's what? Really good. Did, can you think of any double disc that could be better as a single album? That could, or, or that that, that, that like stands as a double disc. Um, Pink Floyd's The Wall. Okay. It's pretty pretty good all the way through. Um, no no filler really, but yeah, most I would say most double discs. I would have thought you would have said Indigo Girls. <laughs> I didn't even know the Indigo Girls had a double album. I think they did. I did not know that. <laughs> They're coming to Providence. I thought about getting tickets. You know, my sister raised me up on Indigo Girls. Yeah, she brought me up on them hard. Galileo. <laughs> I never, I never got into them, but there was I had friends that were into them, but <laughs> they, they, I was riding funny. strong for some Indigo Girls when I was about ten years old. Yeah. Oh man, that was yeah. I mean, that was back before it was like you know, like I just listened to whatever my sister listened to. She was three years older than I was, you know. She was a thirteen-year-old girl. Of course, I'm going to listen to Indigo, Indigo Girls. Yeah, that I, the I, pop radio station. Yeah, I had that same experience with my sister, but my sister is older than your sister, so I was listening to like Steve Miller Band and uh, Van Halen and um, stuff like that. Uh, Minute Work. <laughs> I, had, I I have all her old albums actually that's a strong pedigree right there it is yeah that minute work album is really good that first minute work album so uh, my uh <laughs> this year for christmas so a couple of years i mean like gosh like 15 years ago right my sister asked for a mariah carey cd for christmas yeah and my mom bought her she, my mom went to the cd store went to the c section right for mariah carey okay Pulled up a CD, and on the cover of the CD looked like a Mariah Carey. It was a woman. It was a blurry picture. She just got the CD and, and bought it. Yeah. Turns out she bought the Cars. What? Because <laughs> on the cover of the Cars album, I think it's a self-titled album, it's just a blurry picture of a woman. It's a woman putting her hand over her eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so definitely it was a like white this, woman. It was a white woman. It was this it's, running joke, though, right? Of yeah, like, there's no way oh. to confuse that with Mariah Carey. I'm sorry. They were they were both Mariah Carey and that person are both female people. <laughs> to, to be fair, the next year my sister asked for Tina Turner, and my mom bought her Tanya Tucker. Right? <laughs> close. <laughs> Credit for being so, close. 
So this year for Christmas, my sister got my mom that Cars album. <laughs> <laughs> that Cars album is actually really good. Well, it is really good. And so my mom was like, I don't want this. I was like, give it to me. I'll take it. And it's still in my car right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what songs are on that, but that is a good album. It's a good album. Yeah. 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 I mean, not saying the Mariah Carey is not, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's it for me. All right. We, uh... I guess we're out. We um, You can hit us up. I only like their old stuff at gmail.com, twitter.com slash IOLTOS, facebook.com slash IOLTOS network, and uh, you can go to IOLTOS.com to see our uh, fabulous website. Shout out to us. <laughs> Feel free to email us. I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. I already said that. Did you? That's why I'm the host and you're on the couch, just because it's shit like that. So you just you're back on the couch for a while. I was gonna let you come out and be the host. You're back on the couch. Between, I'll go from couch to behind the podium. Just yeah, yeah, Andy Richter. Yeah, but that and you leaving me hanging on the opener this time. You did. I, I didn't know. No, did. no. Did. When have I ever cool. said what's up and not had you go what's up? See. You don't want to admit that you screwed up. <laughs> Happens to all of us. All right. That's old. That's old. See you later. Yeah. See you next time. Have a good night.